Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Hey guys, it is Sunday, the, what is today, the 25th, right? I don't even remember. I don't even pay attention anymore. Today is Sunday the 26th, excuse me. I see I was off a day. Um, today's been a blur for me, really. One of my... He's not my favorite basketball player, but he's definitely in my top three. And um, Kobe Bryant today, uh, along with his daughter and... I think eight other people, they said. Nine, uh, seven, if you include his daughter. Uh, just tragic accident. Just sucks. The, the, the world is reeling. Mainly because... I mean... Just shitty. Kobe meant a lot to a lot of people. I, I'm, I'm not a Lakers fan. But... I, I just sucks really does and I I can't even think about the other people and how their families are affected Kobe and Kobe's family I should say uh, his wife and his kids uh, two of his kids are very young they'll they'll grow up without without a father I mean one of them's not even a year old I hate to talk about something so down and by the time you guys are hearing this, it's it's going to be, I don't want to say old, but a lot of different things are going to be coming out. And, you know, it, it just sucks, man. And uh, I, I don't even, I don't even know. And I'll, I'll try to be, I, I don't want to go overboard today with some of the things I, I talk about and just rambunctious. It's just kind of shitty, really shitty. Um, the world lost an amazing basketball player, uh, gone before his prime. I mean, the man won an Oscar last year. Like you go from winning a bunch of finals, being an MVP, going to the the all-star game in the NBA numerous times and an Oscar, like this guy had so much potential left in him. And, uh, I don't know. It sucks. really does. But anyway, onto that, keeping that Mamba mentality, and um, got a bit of but bit of stuff to talk about today. Let's um, start as always with video games, and um, another game was delayed this past week. Uh, add that to the delay pile, and uh, this time it's Dying Light. Unfortunately, this time though, no official release date has been announced they pretty much didn't delayed it indefinitely and uh they put out a statement and they're just trying to make sure that the game is perfect and polished once it's finished they don't want to put out a product that's not going to meet people's standards and you know that makes sense props on them just unfortunately they they don't know when it's going to be done so if you were a fan of the first dying light and were waiting for the second one you gotta wait a bit, and hey, whatever, it sucks. Hopefully it, it doesn't suck when it ultimately comes out. 
Uh, it won't be the first game to go through immense delays like that. Um, moving on to Ubisoft. It looks like the uh, creative director from the most recent Splinter Cell games uh, is coming back to Ubisoft. He left the company last year. Looks like he wasn't gone very long. Uh, Video Game Chronicles announced that Maxime Belland has returned and he will be part of Ubisoft's newly expanded editorial team. They oversee creative decisions on games. Uh, he's been with the company over 20 years. Uh, like I said, he was the cre so he's the creative director on the most recent Splinter Cell games. Uh, he was also the creative director on Rainbow Six Vegas, game design director on Assassin's Creed, and then Splinter Cell Conviction and Blacklist. Uh, he had went to go work at Epic Games. He was also creative director on Far Cry 4, Primal, and 5. So, a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, he was not with Epic for very long and went back to the company he was a part of for 20 years. A lot of people think this means a new Splinter Cell has been, is coming for sure now, even though it's been rumored off and on for the last two years. But, who knows. Right now, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not buying it yet. We'll see. Ubisoft changes their minds on a daily basis, it seems like. Um, some new rumors came out that a possible Mortal Kombat collection is back in the works after being canceled last year. And this time uh, it was rated by the European Ratings Bureau, a possible remaster of, of the original um, I don't, I don't know. I don't see how this is coming. Um, I don't know how that's going to work, but who knows? We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. And, uh, especially since they're still doing stuff for Mortal Kombat 11, but whatever. Moving on. Uh, Ninja Theory has teased a new, new game they're working on called Project Mara. And uh, they're calling it, like, the future of, of entertainment. I, I don't know what that means, really. But, let me see. Um, this is directly from them. Uh, uh, they put out a press release. Project Mara will be a real-world and grounded representation of mental terror, says uh, Ninja Theory. Based on real, lived experience accounts and in-depth research, the goal is to recreate the horrors of the mind as accurately and realistically as possible, Project Mara will be an experimental title and a showcase of what could become a new storytelling medium. It's very, very, very interesting. I don't know what that means. I don't know how that will look. Um, when people start throwing around things like a new medium, you start sounding like Kojima, especially when he was talking about Death Stranding. I mean, you're, they're setting very lofty 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 goals for themselves and I wonder I wonder if that could end up backfiring on them if if they don't deliver on these goals if I I just I caution myself when I hear terms like this and it's I, I don't know if it's smart to be like that and granted I don't play horror games in a sense it's not something I'm about, just like I don't watch horror movies. They don't do anything for me. So, 
hopefully this works and ends up being something that people who like these types of games will enjoy. But who knows when this will actually come out. Uh, Guerrilla Games, the makers of Horizon Zero Dawn and I want to say the Killzone games, if I'm not mistaken, posted a new job listing and uh, it, it's hinting, or not hinting, they're looking for people with multiplayer experience for an epic open world game. So a lot of people think this has to do with what is going to be uh, the next Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know if that game... I, I don't know if that game would work with multiplayer. I loved the first one. The first one was one of my favorite games of that year. Uh, just in general, it's actually one of my favorite games. Probably top ten of the decade. Um, maybe. We'll, we'll find out soon. And I just... I don't see itself lending itself to multiplayer. I, I think the story would have to change a lot. They wouldn't be able to focus on the same character if they did that. I, I would like to see how that plays out. Maybe it's a shared open world. Um, not like an MMO. I, I think that'd be too much, but I guess now that I'm thinking about it, similar to how they do the wild area in Pokemon Sword and Shield, where maybe you can take on like larger beasts together uh, but the main story is still played single player but again I'd, I'd have to see this in action before I made any final final says on that because again I'd, I would still play the hell out of it because I love the first one and I would uh, love to play love to play the second one if, if it actually does come out and, and stays true so We'll see. We'll see how that turns out. And it will most likely be on next gen, of course. Um, probably won't release on this current generation. But, again, probably a year or two out at the most. Uh, speaking of next gen, we finally got our look at the ports on the back of the Xbox Series X. A couple of them are unknown. Um, one of them looks like a power port, but what's really interesting about it is that it actually, um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull up the screen grab I had of it. Um, it Something's off about it. It's a weird shape. It's got the Xbox logo above it. And I, I don't know, it looks like a power port though. Uh, there's one HDMI port, doesn't have an in and out just like the Xbox One did. An Ethernet port, two USB-A ports, um, a digital audio and then it's got this big rectangular port uh, in the middle with just a bar under it. doesn't really indicate what it is. Rumors have been putting out that it's a debug port. Um, it almost looks like an SD card slot. And then at the top of the box, there's like an open spot where it looks as if you could take the back off. Which now people are assuming means that this thing will be upgradable at some point. Um, what can also be seen is there seems to be some kind of uh, piece on the bottom that will help it stand up so it's not exactly flush 
against the whatever you end up standing it up on or putting it on its side or anything like that. So a lot of interesting things going on on, on this new console, and I wonder I wonder if we'll have uh, something soon to learn more about the official specs and games and maybe just a launch event like they did in 2013. Um, speaking of which, we, we still don't know anything about the PS5 either. We don't even know what the PS5 looks like yet, so who knows? Moving on, uh, with all these other games getting delayed lately, Valve has committed that Half-Life Alex is done and will not be delayed. So if you're excited for a new chapter in the Half-Life story, but this time on VR, no need to worry. Half-Life Alex is pretty much done and still on the way. Square Enix announced that a new Kingdom Hearts mobile game is set to launch this year. I don't see why. And looks like it might be about the main villain, Xehanort. So the game is being called Project Xehanort, who I used to call Xenohort for most of my life. Uh, until they finally like talked about his name more than ever in Kingdom Hearts 3. And we'll see how... Um, We'll see how that goes. I don't know what that's going to be like. Kingdom Hearts mobile games have always been a little odd and a little childish and sometimes a little, um, I don't know, not fulfilling based off just ones I've seen and watched people play them and stuff. It, it just, it's not, doesn't look fun. They don't look fun. They don't play well. I don't, I don't know. I, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, in all honesty. I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know, folks. We'll, we'll, I guess it could turn out well, maybe. Anyway, uh, Hideo Kojima was being interviewed and said that Kojima Productions wants to make anime, manga, and smaller games, not so much all these games on the super large scale, like Death Stranding, or what was it, um, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, things like this. He wants to make smaller games and entertainment. I mean, the man has always said that he wanted to make a movie. He loves he loves movies. He loves films. He's no stranger from putting out his favorite films of a year things like this. He always talks about the Oscars. He is a man who just loves the medium. And and he knows what to do, because most of his games are, play out like movies, especially with some of his cutscenes. So, no surprise. No surprise from this announcement at all. Fortnite has announced. <sighs> Begrudgingly, I'm okay with this. But, Fortnite has launched an official competitive esports league for high schools and colleges. Uh, this is per an organization called Play VS. Uh, this is a startup that builds esports leagues, I guess. And they announced that Fortnite is joining its lineup. They also do Rocket League. And uh, this is per them. High schools that sign up in IGN. High schools that sign up with Play VS will be organized into regional conference, like traditional sports. Conferences are determined by geographic locations for high schools. College conferences will vary. Um, teams are two players competing in Fortnite duos. Schools can register an unlimited number of teams. 
and uh, top teams get to play in the playoffs and a championship match. No requirement for platforms, uh, so they can play on their own hardware, it seems like. Now, I don't know... Uh, so they are... Epic is partnering with PlayVS. I guess I don't think you'll be able to win, though, because, you know, with certain rules with high school, uh, NCAA is, is easing up on this, but I think this is separate from the NCAA. I wonder if they'll be able to win money. Um, who knows how this... Uh, this will start in March uh, for college, and high school starts in February. So pretty soon. Probably not going to have coaches, though. I wonder if they're going to be looking for commissioners of some sort. But I wonder. I wonder what will happen. Be interesting to see. It's, uh, it's I know colleges have been getting into esports. It's nice that high schools are now offering it as well. I just wish something like this existed when I was in high school. Per the Game Developers Conference, 10% uh, of gamers are working on a next-gen project of some kind. So either for Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, or vice versa, uh, or both, or anything like that. So that's something to look out for, and it uh, sounds good, but it's interesting that it's such a small number com considering that those consoles come out this year. So that means not everyone was ready. It's very interesting to know. Uh, but let me clarify that that is for exclusive uh, with exclusive with parentheses for the next gen so I'm guessing a lot of games are going to be cross-gen at this point and I wonder if that's why a lot of these games have been delayed recently but I'm sure we'll find out more in the fall Activision has signed an exclusivity deal with YouTube for all of its esports competitions that includes Starcraft Overwatch Call of Duty so be interesting now you you'll have to go to YouTube to get all of your esports stuff for those games um, this is an interesting rumor there's a rumor fly, flying around on the internet that EA is looking uh, this is Cinelinks I don't know who this website is they have two sources they are looking to integrate elements from the first two games of Knights of the Old Republic in order to bring certain things into the current Star Wars canon. Uh, this source also says that apparently a remake of the original 2003 classic is in development, but the second expands and says uh, the second source wasn't so much a remake, but a sequel of sorts. And I guess they want to take elements from the first two games, so this would be a new game entirely, which would make it then canon, uh, per the new story group rules. Uh, this also falls in line. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy has said in the past they want to do something with Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, there's been a film rumor floating around for quite a while that uh, Obsidian was also working on a KOTOR 3 back in the day. And I don't know. This is very, 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 very interesting to see uh, that means it would go against what's going on right now with the Old Republic MMO. Uh, that game is getting closer and closer to a decade old, so I wonder if, if that game is going to be coming to a close soon. I would be more for maybe a, a remake with elements of both, just to make it a, a, a bigger game. 
if you will. I, I think that would be an awesome idea and bring in elements of both and, and the story to make it longer and, and just uh, more engaging. Don't get me wrong, those games were amazing and they're already long in themselves, but if you're going to make a game like that, it would be best to maybe, like I said, merge the two and make a very long game. People are not opposed to playing 60-plus hour campaigns. I mean, look at Red Dead Redemption 2 and things like this. So look at Destiny. I mean, it's an ever-evolving game. Hopefully they wouldn't put a lot of DLC like that for Knights of the Old Republic if, if it was remade. But my biggest question is, who is making this game? Because I don't think it's Bioware. And Bioware made the first one. Obsidian's obviously not making the second one because they're over with Microsoft now. Does EA have someone that can work on a big RPG like this if Bioware's working on potentially another Mass Effect? Or if they're working on overhauling Anthem and one team's working on the Old Republic already, would it be the Old Republic team? That That's my question. What it, Who's making this game, if it's real, if these rumors are true? And what's a release window? But I, I'm, I'd be very excited for anything Old Republic related. I'll take a TV show. I'll take a movie. I'll take a game. Like, just give it to me all, really. I want it. I need it. Okay? Last bit of gaming news. Uh, Nintendo recently put out a patent for possible touch pen Joy-Cons. So these Joy-Cons would have like a, one of those rubber ball tips, like a, like a touch pen or like a stylus. But it will be interesting to see if that actually comes out because I don't know how many people use the touchscreen features on their Switch. I sure don't, but that's because mine's docked about 95% of the time. Um, but I wonder if that's true. be interesting if that actually comes out. Like I said, I, I don't know how many games would use that. Uh, but that's it for gaming. Uh, a little bit of TV news today coming out. Altered Carbon is, uh, the second season is set to premiere this month, or next month in February, on Netflix. I did start the first season, I really liked it. Um, I haven't finished it though, and I, I can't wait to see where they go with things. Uh, hopefully I get to finish the first season, then I can watch the second season. But I know a lot of people do enjoy that show. Uh, Disney Plus is launching in the UK and Europe in March. Uh, a few days sooner than expected, so just be on the lookout for that so you guys don't have to wait much longer, those of you in the UK and Europe. That'll be perfect for Star Wars fans in Europe because they'll have both The Mandalorian and Clone Wars then to watch <laughs> when uh, when it launches. Uh, Netflix announced that The Witcher is on track to be their number one f watched first season ever, but uh, some people are calling that into question because they've been changing their watch numbers. A friend of mine was telling me that they recently changed what they counted as watched is if you watched two minutes of it, they count that as someone watching it, which it's a little sketchy. I don't think that's uh I don't think that's right. That doesn't really count. That's definitely not me watching something if I watched a total of two minutes. So uh hopefully Netflix fixes those numbers, because that's not right. Not right at all. Um Speaking of Disney Plus, I was just a few minutes ago. Uh, they did release a new trailer for the Clone Wars, and a lot of things are questioning or giving us questions. Uh, looks like there might be a young Kanan in the trailer. 
um, maybe not up close and personal with him, but he appears as a hologram along with his Jedi Master Depa Bilaba. Uh, a couple scenes look like they take plate might take place during Revenge of the Sith. They're showing a clearly pregnant Padme talking to Anakin, despite the fact that he did not know until Revenge of the Sith. And a lot of people are thinking that the fight between Ahsoka and Maul on Mandalore might take place during Order 66. But who knows how that's going to work out. Uh, the one cool thing they announced, Sam Witwer is returning as the voice of Maul, and they got Ray Park to do motion capture for Maul on this final season. So that's that's pretty fucking cool, if you ask me. Motion capture in the Clone Wars? They never did that before. But... I can't wait. February 15th is when that comes back. I don't remember if we talked about this last week or not, but Netflix announced that they're going to do an anime show or an anime movie for the for The Witcher. Um, that's kind of cool. I still need to watch The, <laughs> the Witcher, but that's, uh, that's cool that they're doing an anime for it. Like I said, they, they said it was going to be one of their wa- most watched first seasons, so it makes sense that they want to exp- expand on that franchise because that's that's definitely something that they can is has bankability. Uh, going back to the Disney Plus here for a second, the Obi Wan show apparently might be delayed per rumors. There's rumors floating around that Kathleen Kennedy did not like the scripts and they completely threw out the two that were written. Uh, there's also rumors that. They're going down from six episodes to four. I don't know how much of this is true. I guess it's on hold. Indefinite hold, allegedly. Uh, pre-production crew has been set home. I don't know how much this is true. This is all per Hollywood Reporter. And I, I don't know. This is, this is really weird because Hollywood Reporter also says that there are only two scripts written. And Kathleen Kennedy said the show's scripts were completed when they announced the show at D23 last year. And I don't know if they're trying to reconfigure. Uh, this is really weird. Uh, they IGN actually talked to Ewan McGregor at Birds of Prey. And they asked him about this. He's like, I hadn't heard that. So someone's not in the loop here. And I feel like Ewan would know more. Uh, this is what he said. Uh, this is in a media event for Birds of Prey to IGN. It's just slid to next year. That's all. The scripts were really good. I think now that episode... Uh, Nine came out, and everyone at Lucasfilms got more time to spend on the writing. They felt like they wanted more time to spend on the writing. I've read about 80-90% of what they've written so far, and it's really, really good. Instead of shooting this August, they just want to start shooting in January. That's all. Nothing more dramatic than that. It often happens in projects. They just wanted to push it to next year. It will have the same release date. I don't think it will affect the release date. They're still shooting towards having the film... Uh, or show, I think he meant release when it was going to be originally. So according to him, and granted he's the star, he's going to know, because he's the one who's going to have to schedule things for himself, he says nothing's going to change, uh, they just push back the release, or when they're going to start filming, nothing major. So I'm going to defer to Ewan on this, and not The Hollywood Reporter, as I think the show's star will know more. But that's just me. That's just me. Um... Sticking with the Disney train here for a little bit, Marvel TV or Marvel Studios or whoever's in charge of the Marvel stuff at Hulu have announced that they will not be moving forward with the Howard the Duck or Tiagra and Dazzler 
cartoons at Hulu. They are passing on those and have stopped production and sent production staff home. They will not be moving forward on either of those. MODOK, though, will still be happening if you're looking forward to that on Hulu. But it's interesting. I thought they really wanted to get this this uh, Howard the Duck show off the ground, especially with Kevin Smith attached. But it seems like that's not going to be happening at all. So sorry if you were looking forward to that. It's not happening anymore. Uh, if you guys watch Saturday Night Live, uh, which was on was back last night after their winter break, Adam Driver hosted, and he brought back his Kylo Ren undercover boss character. And I must say, it's not as good as Matt the Radar Technician, but Randy the Intern is almost as good. This one, the production value is like so-so, because it looks like they filmed in the actual set of his quarters and turned it into the intern quarters, but then at the same time, the Stormtroopers are wearing uh, original trilogy Stormtrooper outfits and like Imperial symbols and stuff, whereas in the last one they had like the First Order Stormtroopers, so it was a, li- it was a little odd seeing that, but... Seeing him as a an intern this time was was really funny and interacting with the different characters. Uh, they even managed to get a D's nuts in, surprisingly. But uh, it was really cool to see the undercover boss segment come back, and um, it's just it's fun that he can play with his character like that because it he's such a serious character in the films, and it's fun to see uh, him be a little more funny, I guess, on Saturday Night Live. But that's what Saturday Night Live is for. And I, I'm, I can almost guarantee that they, there will be a lot of Randy the interns at Comic-Con and Star Wars Celebration later this year. That, that's almost a guarantee, along with Matt, the radar technicians. And uh, some news I'm not totally a fan of, but Toei, Toei I, I, Animation, the anime studio from Japan is going to be rebooting Digimon Adventure, like the original Digimon cartoon. But this time um, with new animation, which is weird because they're just coming off Digimon Try, which kind of ended the series, so it'd be weird for them to reboot it so soon. I mean, they're even doing a movie this year that kind of ends the story completely with Ty and the whole gang and Agumon and stuff. So it's like, why end it? only to start over from the beginning again. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. At all. Like, at all. I'm very confused by this. But, I just, um, who knows? I I guess it will work. But, I, I don't, I really don't understand. I'll watch it when it gets dubbed. I ain't watching no sub. Yeah, you guys can probably just stop listening to me now because I know a lot of you guys probably hate me for saying, oh, this guy likes dubs and not subs. Everyone's different, folks. Everyone's different. Whatever, man. But that's just my prerogative, okay? (laughs) I'm kidding. Anyway, uh, the new show Avenue 5 is really funny on HBO. If you guys haven't checked that out, I'm going to wait for a couple more episodes before I talk about it on here uh, just because a lot of other stuff's going on. But I, I like it so far. I mean, the second episode will be on tonight, so we'll see how things go there. And uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm is back in full form. They don't even need, like, too many episodes to get, like, on a high level. They're just there already and firing on all cylinders, and that's perfect. 
Um, anyway, anyway, let's talk about the new show that premiered this past week, and that's Picard on CBS All Access. So far, I'm I'm liking it, and it looks like it's going to be really awesome down the line. I unfortunately I don't think it's going to be a very long season one, and and that's fine. That's fine, but they're setting up a lot of big things, and Picard or uh, Patrick Stewart, I should say, is playing Picard very well. It looks like he hasn't skipped a beat. Unfortunately, the Federation has changed around him, and, and that's okay. That was that was expected. But I, I, wonder, I wonder how they're going to go down this path with the Data thing, because this show does not start off in the way you expect or how the trailers sold it. But that's okay. That's okay. But this show is just more just meh than anything. That meh came off a little more disgusted than it should have. But it, it's just it's it's not bad. It's not great. It's just okay. And you never really want a first episode to be just okay. You want to get you know people hooked. But I'll stick around definitely. Uh, and then Patrick Stewart was on the View last week to kind of get people hyped for the show, and he actually lent a formal offer to Whoopi Goldberg to return for season two as Guinan. So definitely going to stick around for that. That's for sure. And now I have CBS all access. So now I can watch discovery one day, maybe. (laughs) And with that, we come to the end of TV. And also it is the end of January. So that means a lot of new stuff is leaving Netflix and coming to Netflix. Um, But first off, let's talk about what's leaving On February 14th, District 9 is leaving Netflix. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, The Matrix Trilogy, Hustle and Flow, and Jeopardy all leave on the 27th. And then the Adam Sandler film, Anger Management, leaves on the 29th. Uh, Joining Netflix, got a bigger list here. Back to the Future 3 will be there on the 1st, along with Blade Runner Final Cut, Dirty Harry, Hancock, the other guys, which is fucking hilarious. The first, uh, not the first, all seven Police Academy movies. Love the first few of those. It kind of went off the rails at the end. Scary Movie 2. Uh, this is all on the first. Uh, Lock and Key, their new comic book adaptation, premieres on February 7th. Narcos Mexico Season 2 premieres February 13th. Starship Troopers will be there on the 15th. At a couple days after Narcos. And then on 227, we get Altered Carbon Season 2, Angry Birds Movie 2, and this is newly announced. We also got a new trailer. Pokemon, the movie Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, will premiere on Netflix on February 27th. Uh, we got a new trailer to show it off. While I thought this was cool when they announced it last year, it's kind of souring on me now. It just It looks off now that I'm really looking at it. It looks like really cheap animation that they could have definitely spent more money on and had something really cool done. But instead, this is kind of whack, especially after we got Detective Pikachu last year that looked really awesome for some Pokemon. But, I don't know, that premieres on February 27th on Netflix worldwide. So be on the lookout for that. But with that done, let's uh, go on to the movie news. 
Uh, let's stick with Patrick Stewart here for a little bit. He actually spoke with Kevin Feige uh, potent- about a potential return as Charles Xavier, uh, but he has confirmed that he is unlikely to do so. And this is per Digital Spy. He said, I met with Kevin Feige a couple of months ago, and we had a long, long conversations. And there have been many, there have been moves and suggestions which include Charles Xavier. Uh, here's the problem. If we had not made Logan, then yes, I probably would be ready to get into that wheelchair one more time and be Charles Xavier. Oh my fucking God, that would have been amazing. But Logan, uh, but Logan changed all that. We were moved by the story. We were moved by one another. We were moved by the movie. But we also made the, both made the decision that we were saying goodbye to our characters as well. In that sense, it was not just the deaths of those two men in the franchise, but it was also goodbye to our part in them as well. Oh, God, that's upsetting. Don't get me wrong. Logan was a fucking amazing. And where it takes place in the timeline, though, it matches up with the current MCU, which is, what, 2023? And Logan was 2028, if I'm not mistaken. But, again, I don't know if the timeline has changed at all. Well, never mind. I don't know what the snap did, (laughs) I should say. But, that just sucks, man. That means we could have had fucking him back as Charles Xavier. That would have been... Perfect. But, in all honesty, he is getting older, and he can't be playing those... He can't be playing these characters forever as much as we'd want him to. He, he's got to slow down a bit. So, in all fairness, let's see what someone else might be able to do with the role. And they can probably fucking rock it, knowing MCU and their casting choices. Uh, speaking of characters coming back, uh, Hugo Weaving was very candid recently. Uh, he was being interviewed. Pretty much said he didn't come back for the last two Avengers movies as Red Skull for money. <laughs> that was, It was plain and simple. He didn't want to do something simple, and for not enough, it wouldn't be worth his time, essentially. And honestly, n- nothing wrong there. That makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. The other thing, though, is he did mention, unfortunately, he will not be back as Agent Smith in The Matrix 4, which I don't even know what this movie is anymore. Is it a sequel? Is it a prequel? I- I'm very confused. I thought, I thought Neo died. I thought Agent Smith died. Who fucking knows? But it looks like Uh, They're moving forward without him. He wanted to do it. He wanted to come back. But apparently he wasn't available. And the Wachowskis are just saying, fuck it, we're going on without him. Which could either end up really hurting him or really helping him. Who who really knows? None of us know for sure. But it'll be interesting. Colin Trevorrow was asked about that leak. About the script breakdown of his Episode 9 script. And he did confirm... That it was true. Uh, However, with that being said, he said that concept art that did get leaked was not for his film. So that was just someone else making stuff on their thoughts of how they read the script. So that was not stuff that he had commissioned. Um, So it's interesting that it turned out that that stuff was true. News came out that J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot, his production company... uh, This is rumors, I think, though. It's not official. But it looks like... They are working on potential TV movie, uh, TV and movie projects, excuse me, based on the property of 
Justice League Dark. That is something that Guillermo del Toro was attached to a while back. And Justice League Dark kind of specializes in the occult. You know, John Constantine is part of it. Zatanna, uh, the uh, Swamp Thing, stuff like this. So it's interesting, uh, Dead Man. It's interesting to see that it be the bad robot people working on it. This is per deadline and not uh, Guillermo, who was originally supposed to do it. And I, hmm, I wonder how this is going to work. Uh, this obviously won't include the current lineup, which includes Wonder Woman. And it's very interesting. So current launch, uh, current lineup of Justice League Dark is Zatanna, Swamp Thing, Man Bat, Detective Chimp, and Wonder Woman. Don't think that's going to happen. I wonder if it would cross over with Wonder Woman, though. That's interesting. But, I don't know. If you guys want some Justice League Dark stuff, though, there is a animated film that came out a couple years ago that a lot of people like that uh, they released. And it does include a lot of those different characters. So you can get an idea of, of who they are and, and what they're all about. Marvel has announced that Captain Marvel 2 is officially in production. Or pre-production, I should say. And actually, now that I'm reading this, I don't know if this is official or not. But they're looking for a new female director. And they're bringing in the WandaVision writer to write the movie. Which means it's going to have a lot more tie-ins with the WandaVision show than previously thought. This is interesting. Because even though that movie did make a billion dollars, a lot of people had issue with the story. And how things went on that film. So... It's interesting to see how this will turn out, and we'll see how people react to WandaVision, of course. I think this year. I think that's due out this year. Uh, Denny Villanueva was being interviewed uh, as he finishes up Dune, which is due out this year, and said despite his poor reception, uh, despite poor reception to his Blade Runner film, he would love to make another film in the Blade Runner universe about a different character. That'd be, probably be interesting. He makes really good movies. I can't wait to see how his Dune turns out. Bill Murray has confirmed that he will be back for Ghostbusters. I thought that was already confirmed. Um, and they said that this will be dealing with the death of Egon. Because, I mean, that's kind of how the trailer made it seem out seem to be. And, of course, Harold Ramis did die in real life. So, interesting how uh, that will go. Um, there's rumors swirling around that they want to reboot the Anaconda movies, or this Anaconda series, uh, but this time in the style of the Meg, whatever that means. I recently watched the Meg, and it was actually really good, so if they can do something like that with Anaconda, I'm totally on board, because Anaconda, despite how fucking cheesy and shitty that movie is, I really like it with Ice Cube and J-Lo and John Voight. Um... I'm 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 really on board with that. Really am. Uh Disney is rumored to be looking at making a photorealistic Bambi. My only thing to that is not every Disney movie needs to be remade in a live action version, especially Bambi. Let's not do all the classics, folks. If anything, let's make Hercules. That'd be fucking cool. Let's do Hercules, Disney, not Bambi. Not Bambi. Uh, Uncharted has been delayed, which Sony did not want it delayed, but they did lose their sixth director. So now it's set to release March 2021, 
which doesn't make any sense because they haven't even started filming this movie and they want it out a year and a month from now. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening at all. That's it, though, for this week. Uh, just a couple other different things. Did I not say this, but it now confirmed, I accurately predicted that Nintendo World would be coming to Universal Studios in the U.S., and I was right. Uh, they Universal Studios announced that they're building a new third park in Orlando called Epic Universe, and one of the attractions there, or lands, or however you want to call it, will be the Super Nintendo World projected to open in 2023, and they also announced that it will be making its way to Singapore and Hollywood, California in the future as well. Man, I should have put money down that week. <laughs> I predicted something that was gonna that predicted something true for once. Look at that. <laughs> um, and then uh, I also got a loot wear from sometime last year. It's all on. It's all been backlogged, kinda. But this one was kind of cool. It came with a short sleeve raglan. You know the shirts that are like a t-shirt but with, with um, the buttons and it's actually the Punisher. Looks really fucking sick. And then a Jurassic Park t-shirt that has like a T-Rex peeking through like a DNA strand. It also has like a 10,000 volt sign and then an amber, piece of amber with a bug in it. So that's really cool. So that was loot wear. But other than that, really somber week. Like I said, it's unfortunate we lost Kobe. Uh, my thoughts are with his family and, of course, the families of the others that died in that horrible, horrible accident today in Calabasas. And, unfortunately, by the time you guys are hearing this, it will have been, what, three, four days? And a lot of stuff will have been going on. I'm sure a lot of you might have been glued to ESPN since since then. But that's it, like I said, for Nixner News this week. After... What happened today, you know, really puts things in perspective. Just maybe don't hold grudges against people. Maybe just let things be gone. Animosity, hate, things like that. But, you know, just things change a lot and can change instantly. So makes people think, you know, but... Again, thanks guys for listening. Uh, check out nixnerdnews.com where you can find links to all our social media pages as well as links to the show if you want to subscribe on your mobile device, things like that. I, I don't want to plug anything really after after today. But I'll catch you guys on the flip side next week, and we will be in February. Uh, we'll also be talking about uh, Picard Episode 2 the series finale of Arrow, and uh, that's coming up. But catch you guys on the flip side.